podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie Duncan. Say what's say hello to the people, fellas. What's happening? This is Nick. What's going on today? What's going on? This is Greg. What's happening? What's going um, on? This is your boy Warren. We are here today having this conversation behind closed doors. We decided to bring it to the mic. So the conversation title today is to give or not give. Of course, all of you know that the conversation has been around Dr. Creflo Dollar and his conversation and his plea or re, uh, uh, repentance or apology for his tithing teaching. And so we decided we were going to pick this conversation up today and talk about it to give or not to give. So, fellas, when we hear this conversation about to give or not to give, are we talking about the church and where it is today or where it needs to be? Uh, who wants to go first to start off this race? I shoot, I shoot from the hip first. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I, I listen to, to my brother Warren and Ronnie, you know, having this discussion offline. And my, and my question is for you two is, well, Greg, too, for tithe and offering, is it for, is it connected to the people's blessing? plus the work of the kingdom or just the work of the kingdom. So how, how should I ask this quick? If I tithe, if I'm tithing from my heart, I'm giving offerings from my heart, I'm doing that because I want to receive a blessing. But if someone is having me tied strictly for the work of the kingdom and there's no blessing tied, I feel like there's no blessings coming from it. Does that not throw me off as a, I'm talking me, I'm not the minister, I'm not the pastor, I'm, I'm the congregation. Am I not supposed to feel some type of way? Am I not supposed to feel hurt because I've been misled? And I think with that question, that is what you're seeing from what Creflo Dollar did. People are responding because a lot of people have been hurt that way, they've been misled yeah. about how to tithe, the way to tithe, the reason to tithe. Yeah. Well, let, 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 let me say this. I, like I said, I think we should allow room for ministers. I don't care who they are. If they find out or figure out that they have been doing something wrong, to, we should allow room for them to, to get it right, to repent, whatever they do. Now, people are saying that Creflo should have called in other pastors and talked about this, you know. Uh, and a part, I partly agree with that, but then partly I don't agree with it because many pastors have different views on it. You know, Creflo was saying what God had told him. Now, the way he did it, you know, you see how things unfolded. But what I wanted to say is that uh, tithing just did not appear when Abraham we see it in scripture, that's the first time we see it in scripture, where Abraham tithed unto Melchizedek, right? Now, one thing I didn't like what Kerflow said is that uh, 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 Abraham won the battle because of Melchizedek, that's not true, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> Abraham won the battle because God blessed him, right? Now, tithing was around before Abraham. So Abraham came from Syria, Ur of the Chaldeans, right? So he could not escape the culture of the ancient Near Eastern, uh, you know, region. He, I mean, he couldn't escape it. Uh, Israel could not escape it. I mean, he didn't want to. It's part of the culture, uh, you know, um, not the idol worship, but I'm saying uh, the other things. So tithing was around because somebody you may ask, well, how did Abraham know about tithing? Other countries did it. Other nations did it 
prior to Abraham. That's how he knew about the tithing. And he tied to the God's high priest. And if you notice the way that uh, Melchizedek addressed God, he addressed him as the most high. You see that in the book of Job. This is the way that they addressed uh, 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 the Lord prior to uh, uh, Exodus, when the Lord called Israel out. So he addressed me as the most high. But uh, my point is that tithing was around. It's a principle that Moses adopted. He didn't pull it out the sky. God didn't tell Moses, I want the people to get 10%, you know, and then it, it just popped up. Moses ain't never seen this before. That's not, it didn't happen. God adopted that because other nations had done it. Now, did they do it because maybe God had inspired them? Maybe, who knows, right? But they gave that 10%. And that 10% was a principle putting God first. It was the first is what you gave out of, um, which is putting God first. And so for people to act like Todd and just popped up in scripture, you know, uh, I used to say, we, you know, Abraham tithe, not, not really going back far enough to realize why Abraham tithed it, because he knew about the tithe, because it, had, it was happening in countries around them. And so tithing is a principle, and that's the way it should, should have been taught. Never a fear attached to it. Israel was commanded to tithe. Now, do we see this in the book of, in the book of Hebrews and say they were commanded to tithe? The church is not commanded to tithe, <laughs> but we are given the opportunity to tithe to work the principle. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, Nick, you ought to be just, you know, uh, upset <laughs> if it's been taught wrong and all this time, you know, because a lot of time it's our approach to a principle that would affect whether we enact the principle correctly or not. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you go jump off with this roof, of this house, there's a principle called gravity. <laughs> that, that's gonna uh, uh, that's gonna take effect. Well, tithing is similar to that. So I've been I've been taught that it was a command when it's not a command. Not for us. Okay. Not right, for okay. So and, therefore, I should right. So therefore, people have a right to being upset. Like this has been going on for years now. Right, right. This have this have broken relationships. Right. This have broken people's hearts. This have caused problems. Right. But Nick, my, let me, what I'm saying though, we have to allow room for growth in the body of Christ. I think that God is doing something in the body of Christ, and there are some, like I told y'all, there are some things that we've been doing. That I think God is going to correct, and we as the body of Christ got to be, we have to be mature enough not to attack each other when we come out and say, "I've been doing this wrong." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we have to be mature enough not to attack each other. Let the world do that. I mean, because this is not for them. If you look at TikTok, it's a bunch of them out there. But it's so, going to happen. And I, but you are correct. Some people are going to be mature, but some people have been hurt so bad. They're going to take. We, you got to be able to weather the storm. Well, that's true. That's true. But, but Nick, let me say this before you move on, Ryan. Right. Uh, I, I think Nick said the question, how, how he asked the question was that he was taught that if he tied, he would be blessed. I, I, I think that that was the wrong teaching from the beginning. You, you follow what I'm saying? Tithing wasn't, wasn't if you tied, God's going to bless you. Your tithe is to 
it was for, and it was set up in the Old Testament to show how much God has already blessed you. And so that's what you gave part of your blessing, the 10% back. So now if, if it's teaching now that if I give now, which once again, tithing is, isn't for the New Testament church, the, the, that, that particular principle it, it is not for the New Testament church. So, but if, if I was taught that if I give, then God will bless me. Or the more I give, God will bless me. It was the wrong teaching. So don't be mad at Creflo. Be mad at who taught you that, <laughs> you know, for the beginning. So, uh, and, and was that? He, exactly he, he one of them. Uh, he one of them. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> he one of them. No. Yeah, everybody be mad at Creflo. No, don't okay. say that. Don't be mad. Everybody be mad at Creflo. Because I, I say, be mad at Creflo. Let's go. I, I'm waiting. Wait, 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 when you say you tithe off your blessings, so you're right, you have already been blessed. You already been blessed. So to yeah. say that like, you tithe that you be blessed, yeah, you, yeah, I see what you're saying. It, 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 it was the wrong principle to teach. Right. So I, I'm saying that we, we the fact that the church, if, if we go talking, I guess the church totally taught that the church was wrong. So now, if anything, we can thank Creflo Dollar for correcting the entire church. Because evidently, he ain't the only one. Once again, uh, Warren, you said it. COVID has allowed, it has affected everybody. It's affected everything. And, it, and it's allowing the church to change, to shift. Matter of fact, I'm going to a conference this weekend. That's, that's, that's the theme of the church, of the conference, shift. Um, if God, God may be shifting, uh, I'm I, I think God is shifting our thinking, our thoughts, our teaching about church. And so if 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 go if Creflo happened to be the sacrificial cow, I guess if y'all want to say it, because <laughs> if he's getting attacked for it, I, I'll say God is using him to change everybody's thought about how tithing has been taught. When you when you look at the word tithing and and I think that's one of those buzzwords. It's a buzzword within the church. It's a buzzword within the world. And again, like everyone is saying, when you have had it taught incorrectly and you follow that incorrect and correction, that ain't even a word, but it's going to be. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> that's, that's going to come out next year. Exactly. <laughs> when you follow that, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on social media, media and kill him for saying incorrect. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> when you follow insurrection, kids, but when you follow that, and it causes you to not be, I, I, here's what I'm getting at. When you follow that, and you're not blessed according to the world standard. Because see, it's what we happen. Which is what happens is you really, when you have this concept of tithing and it's attached to a blessing, it's not kingdom blessing that you're looking at. It's world blessings with materialistic stuff. We miss the whole point of what it means to be blessed from the kingdom, and not realizing that in the blessings of the kingdom there is materialistic stuff, but that's not the blessing. That's the overflow of what you already got. 
And so when you uh, when you have this thing that's taught of the what we used to call it when you when you stand in the twenty five dollar line and the fifty dollar line and <laughs> the, the, the hundred dollar line and you gonna get a certain blessing for that, that's incorrect. But here's 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 something I want to throw early into the mix of the thing. Okay, we know that uh, tithing was was considered a, a Old Testament concept, but let's go to Acts where they Peter told them bring all bring all everything you have sell everything and bring it to the storehouse bring everything to the church and then we'll we'll give out to the people accordingly and we'll take care of the church or, or the people accordingly what is, what would happen if you were asked to bring sell everything you have and bring it to the church and then the church would then take care of you we leaving that church if that ain't the church for us. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't doing that today. That 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 ain't church for us. <laughs> you know what will happen. You, you try that tomorrow, see what's gonna happen to you. <laughs> but well, but, well, but, but, but uh, Randall, if you're talking about what I'm thinking you're talking about in the book of Acts when uh like um um Ananias and fire, yeah. what they were doing was selling they didn't sell everything, they sold right. you know Portion. yeah, portions and and, and of course the Ananias and the fire come back like we sold everything and they really didn't. But yeah. my point, my point is, and plus they kept back some of the money. Um, but the thing is, man, is that like the Apostle Paul said, that a man and a woman should give as God has prospered them. Now we've been reading that, but we have always kept a tithe away from that one. That that was that was that was the uh uh pastor. It wasn't really a pastoral because we, we just had a pastor's appreciation, right? And I'm gonna tell you just how I think God is moving. We come to the realization, where in scripture do you see anything, it's up to time, where you see anything where a certain amount is set on an individual. Everybody was, 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 was told to give, and then even the offerings were set up based on the person's uh, you know, uh, uh, economic status. If they didn't have it to bring the top offering that they, they had a secondary or they had one below that, you know, cause like Mary and Joseph, they actually, uh, for Mary's cleansing, they offer turtle dove were, were the low end of the offerings, but it was an offering that was accepted. So the point is, is that when we say $50, everybody get- can you, can you say that again? Cause I don't think too many people heard what they gave, what they gave one. They gave turtle doves. Okay. I, turtle doves. I want to listen here because a lot of people probably ain't even never heard of what you just said. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 okay. you know, and of course, that, what, that's an, I, I ain't mean to interrupt your thought, but that's, that's, I'm going to interject this. That's another problem we have. People don't even know the proper. What, 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 no, go ahead. No, you know, not, not realizing that God set it up to where a person is able to give as they are, as they are able, able. to give. Yes, I'm saying, but we in the body of Christ in America, and I don't know about other countries, but I know in America, many churches I've seen it, seen it's always, okay, first of all, that 10%, okay, 10% is set. Okay, if you, I'm going to be honest with you, now this is a hard one, if you want to tithe, now, why should you tithe? Because it's a principle, it's a principle where you do get blessed, but to say you are cursed with a curse, that was not written to us. Uh, they say that uh, Jesus has got what well, say um, um, he has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. So that means the fifteen chapter verses in chapter twenty uh, twenty eight of Deuteronomy that talk about the blessings. 
Then you got double that amount <laughs> talking about the cursings. The curses we don't deal with now. Jesus bore that for us. We are the blessed people of God. And that's what should have been taught because, man, if we would allow the people room, because I think that this plays big into how Christians grow. If you allow them room and allow the Holy Spirit room to work in their lives, then the Holy Spirit will help mature that person even when it comes to giving. Because giving is a part of your heart, right? In other words, when you when God has you, he has everything you have. Well, right. We are a sound but, bite. We are a sound bite. Um, hold on, hold on, Ron. Hold on, Ron. But I, 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 want, I, I know I'm checking you down today, but check this out. Uh, what, what, what was the story? I'm saying the church really had no reason to get it wrong. The story was the widow woman right, brought, right. Yeah, the, brought the mic. Right. So, so it, in that story, it tells when everybody else gave a whole lot of money, she gave the most. Yep. Uh, the, the story the story kind of glorified her because she gave out of gave out of what she basically couldn't afford to give or, or, or all she had to give. So that story has has, has there's no reason why we should have and, and I'm putting it like that because God God didn't leave room for, for us to have a mistake. <laughs> I'm, that's what I'm saying. So it's there. We just show that the church or the church shows to go that way. But, That's all I'm saying. Okay, Ronnie, it's on you. I'm sorry. But, but Greg, when, but, but here's the thing that I, I think that's not when I said soundbite is because we are in a position where we are a soundbite uh, society where we take a soundbite of something and run with it. And we fail to realize, as we're, I think we're all saying, is tithing when it comes from the church should have been one of those principles collectively that we taught seamlessly mm -hmm. so that everybody understands it. But what we have is you'll come to church on Sunday and you'll get a little bit of me teaching or preaching about tithing. And then you don't come back for three weeks or I forget that or the Lord then gave me a new message and I don't teach it. And I don't you don't come to Sunday school or I don't teach it in Sunday school. So when you don't have the consistency of the principles of God, like Warren is saying, when you don't have those principles of being taught consecutively, it's difficult for people to live that because all they're getting is this sound bite. And then when the sound bite don't work, oh, then it's something wrong. And if you're saying what I know you're saying is God didn't get it wrong when he gave it to us, we got it wrong because we didn't follow what he yeah. gave us. Exactly. But you know, I, I, I think the offering, the tithing in offerings, I think they're getting ready, to, they're being released from the dungeon, if you will. Uh, they're going to be able to work in the lives of the, of, the, of the saints the way they were supposed to work. You see what I'm saying? When that saint's heart is correct when they bring the offering, because the Bible says God loves us a cheerful giver, right? If I'm bringing my tithe and I'm bringing them, uh, you know, reluctantly. Now, I've heard people, they, oh, they, they go to Matthew when Jesus told the scribes and Pharisees, say, you paid a tithe of mint and cumin and whatnot. And, and so they say, well, see, it's in the New Testament. Don't realize that's a transition from the old to the new. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's not really New Testament doctrine. Um, the, the thing is, man, when you allow the Holy Spirit to work in a person's life, I think we'll see more growth. I've seen some of the baby Christians, man, to a way, you know, it saddens me because I would say, how have they been in church all these years? 
and they don't know no more than they know. And I think it's because a lot of law has been mixed with grace teaching, and you can't mix the two. Well, you mm. no, you can't you 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 can't do that. But going back to, to what you're saying that you said earlier, Warren, this this is one of the problems we had. Like you say, misteaching. If you're living in a society, we're, we're talking about the body of Christ, the church, in this day and time. You know a person that makes $40,000 a year can't tie $4,000 out that year. Not by, they just can't do it. It's, it's financially, it's, it's really financially ruined. You're ruining yourself if you do that. If I make $40,000 a year and I have a family, I have uh, 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 bills to pay and things to do just for me to live my life, I can't do that. Yeah. You're well, financial well, Right. Yeah. You know, I, so, you, I, so that, I, here comes the, here comes the cheerful giver. Yeah. But so on, I'm going I, to give, I'm going to tithe, but it can't be, some people, it can't be 10%. Right, well, I, okay, if you don't have the faith for that. If you don't have a faith, you know. But that's why I'm agreeing right, with you. You right. have to allow people to grow and have that faith right, so right. that they know how to do that. But if you're right. beating in them, you got to give them, you got to give them, you got to give them. And people are struggling. They just going to turn, look, they're going to be like, look, I'm going to deal with God on something else because I ain't got this. I can't right. do it. You well, see what I'm saying? So people just turn and walk away. Well, and, 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 and if I don't have the faith for it, I ain't cheerfully give. You're not cheerfully exactly. giving. Once you, right. once you beat down, you ain't right. cheerful. No. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, like, right. You done lost all hope. Like the pastor done told you, give me $4,000 a year out your 40, or you are cursed with a curse and you don't love God. Or I either. I was about to get up and walk away. I don't or, love God. Or either. Or either. Or, or either. I'm going to look at. I'm going to look at the. The, 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 the offering for today. And if you are a leader in this church and you ain't tithing. Yes, you know I'm saying. Yeah. So that put fear in the hearts of people. I think, man, we need to take that away and allow the people to grow. Let the Holy Spirit. The Bible says we are to build them up. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. We are to build them up. But the Holy Spirit is the one to bring growth, man. Yes, you know I'm saying. Can't come if somebody Warren, lock, don't lock Warren, them out. Warren, they lock them out with these rules. They lock them out. Warren, Warren. Where do and I'm I'm saying this jokingly. We got, we got the, we got, um, we got to build a building. We got to pay the utilities in this building. We got insurance. We got all of these things. So where the money coming from to pay these things? Because if we, I'm being an advocate. So where then do we have church if nobody's paying enough money to have a building? Okay, okay, well, okay. Let, me, let me kick back because you just said a word. You just said a word that I just don't like when it comes to New Testament giving. You said paying. Okay, I don't think we are paying anything. I think we are giving. No, I'm not. I'm saying no, no. no. no once you about give, you. we got to pay these bills. Oh, the oh, 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 I'm just telling you where I said. Maybe the answer may be, maybe a couple of pastors need to team up. Instead of being these, you got six, seven members here that cannot help carry on the ministry. Team up with another church somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because we are doing the, the kingdom work, are, are we not? And, 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 and this is why I say so many different denominations is a problem. Okay? 
You got so many different denominations because we can't work together. That's I can't problem. work with. I can't the problem, work with. The problem. Yeah, the problem with that. Hold on. Hold on. The problem with that one. I can't be the king if I team up. <laughs> I, I want to do kingdom business, but I can't be the king. Hey. <laughs> hey. But 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 this. But this. Uh, I, I, I got a question. So is is the churches asking something from their members that they don't have? You're telling me to pay my ten percent and have faith. That God is gonna provide. You say it again, Greg. You say pay. Uh, oh, no, no. Oh, give. <laughs> however you want to put it. Hey, that's, that's how he was raised. It's been beat in him. That's how the church been taught it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but I'm, I'm gonna satisfy you, brother. You asking me to give 10%, right? And have faith that God is gonna supply. But then you turn around and tell me, uh, church ain't free. We gotta pay the bills. We got so. Are you applying your faith that you go as <laughs> the church? Or are you applying faith that God is gonna provide to make sure these lights get turned on, to make sure that uh, you know that everything, make sure we have money for this new building. It's so, are you true. applying the same faith that you're asking me to apply? You is faith. Now I'm gonna say it like this: Just because you're a pastor, does that mean you need to have a building? I'm more than likely. What's where, 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 where's that written at? They, they, they have to have a place together, Nick. Where's it written at? PhD. Well, you talking about that they have to have, have a place together? Uh, you can gather at your house. Well, I'm, that's just true. That's true. That's I'm just you saying. Can. You can. I'm just saying. You, you know me, I always believe in order. If you do not have the proper things set up to open a church door, you should never do it. Right. If but you that don't have, mean you shouldn't have a church. That you should not have a church. If you don't, if, if if God has not provided you, and let me use this, and let me, uh, no, nah, I'm dead, I'm dead, and let me use this. Sometimes things was, let's use the church in the past. We can use Baptist denominations. Denominations eliminated that problem because denominations set up their churches. They set the pastor up in the church, so the pastor back in the day didn't have to go in the church and worry about the building. Because the denomination, I'm using as an example, but you got pastors now that's on their own, doing their own thing, and not properly set up and using people's money and stressing people out and misleading people because he got to pay some bills. Well, how, how, how did those denominations? How those denominations get that money, Nick? Say what? How did the denominations get that money? The baby set up a pastor through the through through each other through the church through a system through order. A system of proper a, financial a, 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 order. a system of telling you you got to pay 10%. Proper you 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 can say what you want to say on that part. Yeah, they told you you had to pay 10%, but wouldn't nobody worried about the bills because but, that basket you, you can use the Catholic church, you can use whatever, you can use anybody. They're not in those cathedrals worrying about they're not ex people in those cathedrals about paying the light bill. But uh, uh let me tell you this, Nick. And I'm, I, uh, I'm pretty sure some people know yes, this. They are. They believe in Jerusalem there were at least two churches. One, uh, Peter and them was pretty much over, uh, you know, the apostles and whatnot. Uh, but then there was one uh, in um, in a house. Matter of fact, I think it was John, John Mark's house 
where they actually had another church that James was over, James the Apostle, Jesus' brother, he was over that, that particular church. But point is, uh, there have been churches that began in the homes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and like you say, if you're not, if you don't have the membership that's willing to support the ministry, okay? I'm not talking about being under, put, put under uh, on any kind of constraint, but they, they're they willing to, to branch out with you to, 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 to so you are a minister, then maybe you are, yeah, Ronnie, you may be a pastor, but maybe you ought to stay in that house until, you know, your congregation builds up. Yeah, in until you can society we live in today, you will not be recognized if you have a church ministry in your house because the, the pastors that are in the building will not recognize you if you are in that capacity. So we so now you're gonna add another fold. No, okay, let's put it this way. I have a church, I have people who meet in my home. They consider me to be their pastor. Uh -huh. I have consistent families coming every week. They are giving into this and they are consistent. But when I go out to the community and the community, and I'm excuse me, and I'm in the community and other pastors who have a structured building where they go to and meet their congregation, very rarely do that pastor acknowledges that the house pastor is a pastor legitimately. It, 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 you just add another problem to the church. No, 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 no. no problems it, in the church. But I, I, what I, what I think the problem is we're looking for validation from others instead of validation from God. Well, that's so, where I'm going with that. So, you know, uh, and so if 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 I don't get validated, so to speak, by my peers, if that's what we want to call them, does that, does that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Does that deminimize who God, what God called me to be because I'm not, because they don't, they don't see me as that? The person who does that house church has to be, I would say, strong enough and convicted enough in the word and the work that they're supposed to be doing or the work that they are doing for God to know that even if they don't get their peer validation, they have accomplished what they're supposed to do according to the kingdom work. Here's the other part to this too. Let me say this and I'll, and I'll be done for a minute. I think, and I think this goes to what the Warren was saying about the, uh, the fivefold ministry is every church to my, to, to my, to my understanding, should have a specific assignment that, in other words, if I come to TLP, if I come to Gethsemane, if I come to Freedom Temple, whatever may be the church, and I'm just saying those because I'm affiliated with or know those churches, I know I know part of their assignment. You say that church has, as in other words, Freedom Temple has a school, TLP, they do missions work and, and, and things like that. So when you know that, it's like, what is that church doing in the community besides just meeting on Sunday? Because if you're just meeting on Sunday, where's the community work? That's another piece of the equation that I think, because what Nick was talking about earlier, if I make $40,000 a year and I got to give 4,000 to the church, I'm in the soup line somewhere. Yeah. Well, right, right, let, me, let me say this. I think um, a lot of this, and please hear what I'm saying. Don't don't chuck rocks at me. But if you do, you know. Say it with I, your chest, bro. Say it with um, your chest. I'm a duck. <laughs> but, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, man, you know, this is why a pastors meeting together, having meetings and having training sessions, just pastors uh, and maybe their spouses even, uh, having uh, training sessions and whatnot is important. Uh, not so much that you're trying to tell that pastor how to pastor the church, but you're assuring that we are all on the same page when it comes to doctrine, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and the thing is, is that a pastor ought to be acknowledged whether he's in a house, storefront, wherever, you know, because a storefront probably might be just as bad as a house, you know? But I mean, you know, in their eyes. Uh, but the thing is, man, is that if God has called you, if God has called you, you start where God, you know, where you have to start. You know what I'm saying? And you let it build up. Yeah. I think I think the thing is, man, at this place where we are right now, where just where God is resetting us, I think it's in it's very important for us to start off with correct doctrine. I think we've had wrong doctrine for so long. And I think before Christ comes back, man, we're gonna have to get it right. And I think that's what he's doing now. I like the way you use that nice word reset. That's such a calm relaxing, make me feel like ain't nothing bad gonna happen. Word. I, I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't hey, see that. Reset. Hey, we know in scripture, we know history in scripture that when things get too far gone, God come in and erupt. He just, he, he, he ends it. It ends. And sometimes it does not end well. Most of the time, 10 out of 10 times, if God come in, it ain't gonna end well. Well, you hear really? I said it ain't. I ain't say it is not. It ain't as our ancestors used to say. It ain't gonna end well. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And I think we at this point now. But Warren, I like to use the word reset. Man, this thing. When I say not gonna end well, I mean in terms of. Yeah, some people gonna feel some pain. Some things that we know that we're used to are gonna stop existing. They're gonna stop being done. And for those of us who can make the transition, we'll be okay. For those that can't make the transition, you know what I'm saying, to make God have mercy on them. Well, well, That's all uh, I can say. Oh, some, some, some churches have not survived this COVID situation. That's right. And that's where it started. Like Warren said, right. this, that's where it started. Yeah, some, some have not. And uh, so if, if that is the point in where God is making a shift or reset, than those who, and some people just at this point ain't going back to church. You know, that, that, that's, that's just it. Because they wasn't there for, I don't want to say the right reasons. It's just that there was tradition that they go to church. I get up every Sunday and go because that's what mama made me do. And I'm going to the same building my great grandmama and great granddaddy went to, and this great granddaddy went to. And so that's, that was the reasoning there. And I really didn't get anything out of it. That's just something that we did on Sundays. Yeah. But with, think... with, 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 with the shift, it, it may be with, with, with those survivors, hopefully they're learning that they'll, of, of this reset, hopefully they're, they're learning true doctrine. And that's what they'll be teaching. Right. I, and I think, and I think, I think, and y'all can help me on this. I think COVID isolated a lot of people and it isolated people and made a lot of people realize that God is even without that building. That's true. And, and that's now, where we going to, no, take, okay. hold on, pump your break, because that's <laughs> where we're going to take a break, because we need to take a break. And I want to come back exactly where you're at, Nick, 
because I want to shift the conversation just a little bit in the direction that you're going with. So let's take a break real quick. And we are back to the Front Porch Podcast, and I am here. We are here, and we are talking about to give and not to give, but we are at a pivot point, Warren, uh, excuse me, uh, Nick, that you brought up about being in the building. And here's what I want to uh, pose to the question. Uh, and Nick, I, I mean, yeah, I want you to jump right back in with what you were saying. There were um, multiple multiple pastors that I've heard um, throughout the years and, 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 and who talked about the, the new movement of elevation and how the elevation went from having one man in one location with multiple, in one location with multiple locations and you watched him on screen and how traditional pastors had said, early on and that that's not going to work and how uh, Pastor Furtick has said that he started with in his home with a few people and a few members and they are now buying warehouses and converting warehouses into sanctuaries and 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 Furtick is at one location but when the word comes it is shown across the screen and I heard early on, there were multiple traditional pastors who said, I don't see what that boy doing. That ain't gonna work. And yet and still, now we're in, a, in, in the era of YouTube, social media, um, Zoom. And so they're not in the building, Nick. What do we do with that? This is where the... Hey, God showed that man something. He he was ahead of he was ahead of the fold, right? Because I remember going to we visited Elevation Church one time in a high school cafeteria. That's how far back. That's how he he that's how they came up. So here's where I and Warren have said this before. Give go back to the five. This is where the fivefold ministry got to come back now, because only the fivefold ministry can bring the people back. So now the, the, the preachers and the teachers got to go get them, right? Because people, everybody know God is. Look, if you survived these last two years and you think anything other, <laughs> then you probably, you know, you probably doing something else. But Nick, think about how many people left traditional churches yeah. to go to Elevation. I seen it. To watch the video screen. I see Because they couldn't even get into the main campus. I've, I've seen, I've seen family members do it. I can't explain elevation, but all I know, he was ahead of the folk. How are we going, now how are we going to couple with that? How are we going to make it happen on this end? I'm just saying like people. Well, well, well we kind of, I've never been to elevation, but I, I kind of, and I've, I've heard, 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 Furtick speak. Uh, he's a great speaker. Uh, you know, I give him that. But I think we're kind of selling him short because, from my understanding, you have pastors in every at each location. There are there are pastors there. There are uh, ministry set up at each location. So I mean, is 
I think we kind of sell him short to say that he just set up a video screen and people come. I, I'm kind no, of no, big. no, no. I'm not but, trying to sell him short. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, saying I'm, I'm he, saying that if, if well, but let let let's. I'm not saying you try, but I'm saying it sounds as if it sounds as if that he put up a video screen and everybody came. Uh, I I think he had a structure in place, and, and like like Nick say, maybe God showed him something. I don't know. And you're right. A lot of traditional pastors said that ain't gonna work. That's not gonna work. And this was way before COVID. Right. People people were leaving leaving churches to go 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 to his churches way before COVID started. So it's not just something you know about COVID. But I, I think uh, with with that situation, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's it, he is, I guess, we would call the senior pastor, and he give the the, the senior, senior pastor. pastor, and he gives the word on, I guess, Sundays. I, like I said, I've never been to elevation. I'm just going on what I what I heard, what I think I see, and and so my understanding that he do have a ministry set up at each what as he called it, as they call it, campus, campus that they have. I don't know. That. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, 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 I was what, go ahead. Here's what ahead. happens. Uh, um, well, um, everyone he he has campus pastors the issue is this we don't want to talk about it we don't really want to have the conversation about what he actually did with the the people that work with him to to do ministry early on the church talk, the traditional church just talked about him they didn't invest into what he was putting for the concept that he was putting for and and the people that he had around him again his uh, initial start was from people in his living room and then he went from people in the living room to like you say uh to the cafeteria from the cafeteria to another building and then they had a plan that they were going to put in place that they were going to purchase locations because their what their blakeney location got so big that they started purchasing warehouses and they had a campus pastor. So they have a systematic process that they teach from one end to the other. And I think I think you said it, Warren, where we have we need to have teachings. Well, that's prop that's primarily done denominational. If I am a part of the denomination of whatever, then whoever is moderator or or over that denomination brings me in. And I set up under their teaching or supposed to set up under their teaching. But the thing with some churches, even though I'm a part, I'm still have the uh, process of being autonomous. So I got the name, but I don't have to follow the rules of the game, if that makes sense. I can be a part of the Baptist church, but if I'm a, if I'm autonomous, I still do what I want to do. Well, uh, let me say this. I don't know enough about uh, Furtick's uh, structure that I could really speak on it. Uh, whatever he's doing, I have to applaud him because it's working. <laughs> I mean, it's working as far as growing. Um, now, I don't know what uh, the situation is, what role those campus pastors have in the lives of those ministers, I mean, of those uh, members. Uh, because, you know, when you have a loved one to pass, you want to get that call from your pastor or someone you respect or someone that's close to the pastor. You want to get that. Uh, so I, I wonder about that. One of the things I heard, I don't know, because I like I like you, Greg, I've never been there, is they don't serve communion. 
I would like to know, and I don't know enough about it. I don't know why he don't serve communion, but the early church actually met for that purpose, you know, to break bread. They, they met and they had communion. Uh, so I know, I want to know what did he hear and who did he hear from the way he said, we're not going to serve communion. Cause we actually have some members that come from his church to our church on Sundays just to have communion because they don't have it at elevation. Now, back when they were coming, which has been just last year, when they were coming, they were doing it coming for that reason. Now, I don't know if they started doing it, but I uh, heard they wasn't serving communion. And, and, I, and I, I like to know a little more about why do they see that as being legit. And I like to ask a question. Did they start buying all these buildings with tithes and offering? <laughs> did they have a business plan and went to the bank? That's all I need to know. They had to have a business plan and they went to the bank. Had to. Well, I mean, no, no, well, 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 maybe for the first one. <laughs> they might have had a business plan. Ain't enough people, I mean, I mean, no people in your living room. Yeah, yeah. Well, no right. Hey, so but, I, that, like I said, that maybe for the first one. Bezos but, them in your living room. But hey, but but you know something, uh, uh, something, something I, I find you know sort of intriguing about them. Their buildings look the same. I say, man, they really doing this thing, like like you say, they buying warehouses. But my God, you don't recognize them. You you that you ain't even warehouse. Don't look like a warehouse now. Where they when they get done with it, that ain't even that ain't even that's marketing. That ain't even got nothing to do with it. Yeah, that's yeah. marketing. And, and, Just and, me looking on the outside. My thing is this. If it don't work, I can always sell off that building to uh, uh, as a warehouse because there's somebody gonna need space to store something or do something. That's just my take. I don't know their business plan, but it's always in an industrial or an industrial location, and it's yeah, they always in their so no, well, 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 uh, they, uh, they, they got a church. Hold on, they got a church over in uh, that they built actually in in. Uh, What's, what's 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 the place over there? Got the uh, Ballantyne. They built that. Blakeney. No, yeah, no, no. Ballantyne. Blakeney. Blakeney's up north. Okay. That's the I'm one. At, that's the one. No, sure. I'm asking but, a question. But Ballantyne, they they built that church. And hold on, for for what I understand, the last I heard, he had churches in Canada as well. I'm asking so, you a question. You know, I throw salt in the game. Just me. I know you salty, stuff. Nick, because you salty. Well, Greg, you come in today like your vet had blessed you with some oil. You came in all holy with the way you were talking there. I, I, I see you, big. I see you. I see you, holy man. The cross on his forehead. I, 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 I told him to go, go to a conference. We're trying to get my mind right, man. <laughs> like I say, man. So right. Yeah, you got to get his spirit together. Listen, I pay attention to things and I ask questions. Elevation always in upcoming new booming spots. You ain't never seen them in a spot that's going down. There's always in a one coming up, aka Red River Road, Rock Hill, Gas aka Gastonia over there off of, um, what's the road coming in? You come into Gastonia through York, New Hope. not 321 now. New Hope. Is it, is it 264 or 264? Yeah, New Hope. There you go, Greg. There you go, Ron. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, Either God, either God came down and burnt the bush in front of this joker and just showed him everything. Or they've been, man, I, I'm just, I listen, I pay attention to things like that. Yeah. Well, I'm, 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 
Valentine. Red River Road. We see what's what they build. You, you see what's right there for me, Red River Road. Cherry Blake, Blake, and Blake, Blakely ain't no cheap spot either. That's so, okay, talk to what, 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 but Nick, I, I'm just saying this, man. What, what do we expect? I mean, you, you think he could go in the hood when, when he's hey, God, hey, the Holy he, Spirit, the Holy Spirit don't, don't, Holy Spirit and God ain't prejudiced. Uh, look, great, but you got people <laughs> coming from the hood. You got people yeah. coming from the hood, yeah, going to the church. Well, so we're it, talking. So that's what talking about. It, it, it ain't tied and often. It's something else. But but let let let's look at this too. You got people in the hood don't don't want to stay in the hood, go to church because this church is in the hood. Yeah, but wait But let me tell you something. We living in the postmodern age, right? And mm -hmm. what we're seeing now is people questioning everything. Right, they're yeah. questioning everything. Everything. And so uh now if the pastor is preaching something and they don't see it in scripture, or you're the only one preaching that they're gonna start asking questions, right? This man here is coming along and he is feeding that generation. That postmodern age, that post-postmodern age, right? Those the ones being that that's flocking to him. Plus, one of the things we've done as a church, and I understand why we did it, but we have to go back and look at it. We went to church all de uh, decked out, and, and I enjoyed wearing my suits. I enjoyed wearing my nice shoes and smelling all good. I did. Uh, but these cats are going to church, might be smelling good, but they're going to church casual, right? Mm -hmm. And the young people are being drawn to that because they don't have all the restraints that the church has placed on them. You know what I'm saying? Plus, you know, having good music uh, don't hurt either. No, he got nice bands now. Yeah, 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 they're nice, they're they, they nice. No doubt about see, that. We, did, we didn't shift, right? We knew that for us going to church on Sunday in our best dress was because we came out the fields on Saturday. We wanted to clean ourselves up. We wanted to present our best just for that one day for God. So we know what that, but when, when, once we got out the fields and stopped doing work, we didn't make a shift. We stuck with the old. And, I'm, and I, I've always thought this, and I'll continue to think this because I, I've, we've seen prosperity people, black people, and I use them, Jakes, Creflo, other black ministers just build these magnificent ministries, right? Now, me personally, I don't think the black community as a whole benefited from it. Might be some song, but I don't think. That's my personal opinion. If a true man of God, I think, come, into the black, come, come up at the black community with the right heart set and the right mindset, and the right thing, I think they could build something in, back in the black community that is bar none untouchable by anyone. Because our people are hungry for it. We just want you to, our people just want you to be true and be about your people, but it's hard. I don't, I don't. So, so Nick, what does that mean, be about your people? Because again, like I'm saying, if, if, if church, and, and hear me when I say this, outside of teaching the word correctly, what is the church assignment? in the community to serve the people how physically spiritually whether they hungry whether they clothing whether they need spiritual help whether they need guidance it is totality that is the church that's how that's what i think now that's that's me okay so if we got a church on one corner so is that one church supposed to do it all or is that supposed to be done collectively? Now, I think it's not gonna be done. We know collectively you can kick that out the door. That's my, you know, I, 
I, I never say never, so I won't use the term never, but I, collectively, I don't have. But I, 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 I think, and I, I think we had this conversation. I, I think one church can start, and if it continues to do it time and correctly, it'll build to where the let people. Me, let me put it to you this way. There are churches throughout the United States. There are churches who have programs for youth. And that's what they're known for. But there are also senior citizens in that church, but the church doesn't have a program that serves senior citizens. But you go down the street and there's a church who has a program who serves senior citizens, but they don't have a youth program. There's a church down the next down the further down the street that has a feeding program, but they don't have ministry for children. And so you see what I'm saying? So it's like, I, yeah, I got you. So well, when you have that. But then we start a church that do them all. If I well, got well, you, well, I need to serve. If I got youth, I need to serve. Yeah, but so see, here's the thing. Let me say this real quick, Warren. Here's the thing. Here's the problem, Ronnie. I'm going to go ahead and say it. We got pastors worrying about what other pastors going to think and what other pastors going to say. Well, if we get someone to say, you know what? If I'm doing this pure from the heart and according to scripture, I, I'm not concerned about what other pastors think. What other pastors think is what they think. God bless them, let them do what they do. But this is what we're doing here. But let me say this, when you get big enough, man, and I don't know how big that is, I'm just saying big enough, okay? I think it's a problem when the pastors, the pastor and the musicians, the only paid individuals on staff. Speak. Okay. Speak. And it really also has a problem because running some of the things that you mentioned, it has to be handled by professionals, people who 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 may not they may not even go to your church, but but they work that they know how to work that and they work at the church during the day. That's that's what they do. You gonna so do it because you love the Lord, Warren. right? Well, well, see, and that's been a problem. <laughs> they want it, they want you to do everything because you love the Lord, and yeah. you do love the Lord, exactly. but you got to make a living. The thing is, is we got to figure out a way to where other people can make a living and bring their giftings to the church. They'll rather be working in ministry full time. But we don't set up like that. Well, we don't set up like that. Well, that, that was that was a church here in Rocky, and I'm not going to say his name. And I, you, you guys should know, but it had a, a daycare elderly ministry. And and I think they got uh, support from the government to do that. I think uh, I know and, you're talking about. And, and, and I, th I said I think, because I'm not into the, I wasn't into the inner workings, wasn't part of that. But I think they did. But if we should, like you said, collectively, if that's the case, uh, I shouldn't be, be comfortable with my, my members going there. If, 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 you know, to that, to that, that building for that purpose. But the problem is we are, we are so territorial about, and maybe the wrong word I said, members, we so, we so, territorial about our members. I think that's a correct word. I think but we don't we don't we don't want them fellowship in any way else because they might not come back. Because you might tithe over there. Especially if you a good tithe. <laughs> Say, <laughs> Say it. Say it, Greg. Especially you, you might take your tithes over there. Hey, I mean Nick 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 you, Well Nick you, you know you know you, you told us a story that 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 how you was introduced and I'm not gonna go on to that but I'm just saying <laughs> I, I remember you. that I remember that story you told me. And it was it was a few weeks ago, yeah. you know how you was introduced. So, 
I mean that 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 shows you how how as a church how it put this emphasis on the tie which shouldn't be. We should actually if if I if I got a if I got got a, a regular youth program every if 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 I can support it, every kid should be coming to my youth program, regardless of what church they go to. If it's if I'm setting it, you know, if it's set up that way. Uh or if I just don't have it on every Sunday. You follow what I'm saying? They're 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 uh elderly adult program was during the week with some place where they can come in and you know, fellowship, do whatever. And and that's what, what church should be about. Yeah. It, it, it should it shouldn't be about, you know, me me worrying about if 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 if, if mama mama Agnes go over there, mama Agnes ain't coming back. Yeah. You know? But but see, you know, if Mama Agnes go over there and stay, man, you know, let her stay. The thing is, right. man, you got to give the people freedom. You got to yes, give sir. them that liberty. And we still and, 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 and you got to have that trust in them in the church here in Port Mill, um, that closed down. Uh, for the summer months, they did it every year, and pastor was telling them, telling the pastor, say, man, you crazy? Your people gonna go somewhere else? They're not coming back, but they came back. Most of them came back every year. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 shut down for, for I think a couple of weeks, might be a month, so that the people can go on vacation, enjoy their families and whatnot. Right? Yeah, I mean, he just shut down. The other people agree with what he did, but the people would come back. Man, they might visit other churches. But they will come back. Why? He gave them that liberty. You know what I'm saying? Because if the person's supposed to be with you, they're gonna stick with you, man. But if they, right. you know, if they that, you know, that 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 I don't know. If you love something, you love someone, you give it freedom. You give it its choice. You let it make the decision. Love but, but, will always bring you back. But but I think I think one 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 of the problems with with, with the church today, especially black churches, everybody. Their goal is to be a mega ministry, <laughs> and that's that's one of the major problems. That's 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 the goal, you know. It, we, we we need to have and I'll that check, baby, because that check. And, and be honest with you, I only only been a, a scene of uh, a mega ministry in operation. That's when we was down in New Orleans, the true yeah. a true mega ministry. Yeah. Like I said, that I that I've seen, and 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 the way things are set up, they have to be with that many people. It, it was kind of set up like a business. Things went in certain, you know, boom, 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 boom. This happened. You got a certain amount of time for off. You got a certain amount of time for this. You got a certain amount of time for that. You go preach a certain amount of time. Boom, boom, boom. Can I so, correct you right quick? Uh, it wasn't set up almost like. Uh, well, yeah, it was. It okay. was set up like. Okay, yeah. It was so, set up as. But as, right. So, uh, and, so and, does and, that and, answer the question to Furtick? So, but I mean, it, it has to be. Yeah. It has to be when you're dealing with that many people. You know, and, and I remember uh, what, what, what that pastor saying in New Orleans that he can't, when he first came there, those are the people that you have to see. With, with, but with the church being so big, he can't, he said he can't send other ministers or other pastors to that, that first niche group because they don't want to hear it. But everybody else, he can allow other pastors to pastor them, if you follow what I'm saying. When, when they, you know, get ill or go whatever. So, uh, but I and think- that's, that's the, nothing wrong I, with that. That's nothing wrong with that. But I think the issue is, like I said, everybody's goal is to be a mega church. Why? 